Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the End Times Watchmen, the prophetic intercessor's guide to watching and praying through the last days. Mike Bickle from the International House of Prayer in Kansas City wrote the foreword, and this book is going to help you walk in an end times lifestyle and anointing, discern your calling as an end times watchman, deliver end times warnings with wisdom, pray in agreement with God's end times plan. Plans, intercede from an eternal perspective, so much more. This is a meaty, meaty book. It's also on Audible, uh, Apple Books, wherever you listen to audiobooks, you're going to find it. I read it for you myself. Get the paperback, get the Kindle, get it over there on Amazon and send in your receipt at jenniferleclair.org slash end times watchman and get all these bonuses that I prepared for you this week only. Hurry along, get it while you can. It's going to help you. Amen. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church awakening house of prayer is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Quite literally, our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching. I'm sharing three different messages every week. A lady emailed, are you are you really sharing? Th- yes, I'm really sharing three different messages every single week. The first service is at 1047 a.m. We have prophetic worship, practical teaching. Get on over there. Plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. If you're visiting the region, come on in. We welcome you. We're excited to have you. You'll find that, that we have the finest people in all of South Florida right here in our church. So come join us. You can also watch online at ahop.online. It's free to register. Watch those messages at your convenience on demand. Better than Netflix, I promise you. You can become a web church member, get official, and go deeper with us. You'll get my teaching archives, the virtual life group, virtual prophecy and healing groups, virtual pastoral advice, virtual prayer line. You can opt for whatever level of membership suits your needs over there at ahop.online slash web church. Get official today. That second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We are in a series called Escaping the Great End Times Deception. You're going to want to get in on that. You do not want to be deceived. I'm studying hard to present you with the truth that will set you free and keep you free as we go deeper into the end times. Check it out, schoolofthespirit.tv slash deception. If you're in the region, we're there at 1.30 waiting for you. Also there at 4 o'clock waiting for you guys. This is world-class equipping, and I've made this absolutely free to everyone in South Florida. I'm shocked that we're not having lines around the building because so few people are teaching some of these things. School of Deliverance, School of the Seers, School of Prayer, School of Spiritual Warfare, and School of something else that I'm forgetting. Deliverance. It's all there for you. Five different schools. Every week we're teaching a new class. It's free to South Florida. Floridians, come on in. Otherwise, go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and register. Amen. Listen, we're going to read today from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, The Enemy Fire Will Not Burn You. The enemy fire will not burn you. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I have not forsaken you in this battle. I know it feels like the warfare is too great, but I have promised not to allow more to come upon you than you can bear. And the Lord says, I know the burdens the enemy has placed on your shoulders feels too intense to carry. 
but I've invited you to cast your cares on me because I care for you, says the Lord. I know the fiery trial seems overwhelming, but when you walk through enemy fire, it will not burn you because I am your shield and buckler. I have I have not forsaken you in this battle. Trust me. I am still with you, says the Lord. He's saying that to you today. I am still with you. Come on. Scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy of Victory Decrees wherever you buy books online. The prayer starter and the decree. Father, thank you that you are faithful to stand with me as I withstand by your grace what is standing against me. If you are for me, I can stand against anything. I decree the enemy is burned with the fire he has planned to burn me with. I declare feeling overwhelmed is underwhelming to my soul because I trust in God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we do. We praise your name this morning because you are trustworthy. We praise your name this morning because you are worship worthy. We praise you because you are all powerful. You are all knowing. Nothing gets past you. Nothing gets by you. Nothing escapes you. You are the all wise, all knowing, all intelligent God, and you are worthy of our adoration. So we lavish our love upon you today, God, because you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it, God. You deserve everything we have and everything we are. So we pour our love on you this morning. And we say, Lord, have your way in our prayer set today. Have your way in our hearts. Have your way in our minds. Have your way in our imaginations, our reasonings, our emotions, our intellect. We submit everything to you today because you are worthy of our submission, worthy of our surrender, worthy of our total allegiance. And so we say yes to what you want, God. We don't want what we want unless it's what you want for us. We want to take on the desires of your heart for us. We want to walk in the fullness of your will for our lives. God, we want to do your will. That's what we really, really, really want. There's no safer place to be than smack dab in the center of your will. So would you help us today, God, to discern your will for our lives in this season? We know that your plans and purposes, they unfold little by little, but we don't want to take a wrong turn. We don't want to be fooled, deceived by our own desires, by our own heart. Your word tells us that the heart is wicked above all things. Who can know it? Sometimes we don't know our heart. Sometimes we don't see what we don't see and we don't know what we don't know. We don't go where we're supposed to go, but we want to follow your spirit wherever you take us. We want to submit fully, surrender fully to your will, God, today. So we say yes, even though we might not know what your will is in this moment, in whatever situation, in 
whatever circumstance, in whatever problem. Sometimes we don't know your will. That's why sometimes we don't know how to pray as we ought. We need insight. But even if we don't have insight, we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to walk by faith in the one true living God who is good, who's promised to lead us and guide us, who's promised to order our steps when we acknowledge you in all of our ways. So we are acknowledging you now, God. We are acknowledging you in the midst of the trial. We are acknowledging you in the midst of the confusion. We are acknowledging you in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the grief, in the midst of the I can't do this anymore mindset. We are acknowledging you. We are putting you first place. We are seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so that everything we need will be added to us. And what we need right now, God, is to know your will. What we need right now, God, is to understand what the will of the Lord is. We want to redeem the time because the days are evil. Lord, would you manifest your understanding in our hearts? Would you shine a light on our soul? Would you fill us with your spirit and with a knowledge of your will? We need to know which way to turn. Do we go to the right? Do we go to the left? Do we take this job or do we take that job? Do we quit the job we have and go back to school? God, we need to know what your will is for our lives. Do we make that higher? Do we fire this one? Do we walk with that one? Do we connect with the other one? Do we buy this house or that house or do we keep saving our money? God, we need to know what your will is for our lives in the situation in which we find ourselves. Jesus, would you help us today? We want to follow you into the blessing. We want to follow you into the peace. We don't want to keep making the same mistakes, finding ourselves in drama, ending up with trauma, not understanding how we got where we are other than we missed it somehow. God, we don't want to keep missing it. We don't want to keep missing it. We don't want to keep being fooled by the enemy or fooled by the deception in our heart, fooled by our our carnal nature with its desires that are contrary to your will. Would you help us, God, today? We need to know what your will is for our lives. Come on. I know there's so many of you out there. <clears throat> You've got decisions to make. Some of you have just major decisions to make. Some of you have decisions to make that can ripple through your life for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, maybe longer than that. Some of you are trying to make life and death decisions. Some of you are trying to make decisions about relationships, decisions about finances, decisions about career paths, decisions about what you're going to do with that wayward child. Some of you are making life-altering decisions right now, and I believe with everything in me that that God wants to give you his wisdom, that God wants to make his will known. But here's what I also know. Sometimes God's will looks contrary to what we think it should look like. Sometimes God's will looks scary. Sometimes God, God's will means taking a risk. Sometimes doing God's will, following his heart in a matter, it will alienate people around you. They won't understand you. They might even come against you. But that's why we need to be sure about what God is leading us to do. That's why we must be convinced in our heart, our conscience bearing witness with the Holy Spirit and what he's telling us, how he's leading us. We must know that we know that we know that we are in God's will. So Father, would you help us today to get, develop that kind of confidence in our ability to hear your voice? Would you help us today to develop an, a 
unshakable confidence in knowing that we know that we know that we know that your still small voice has informed us of our next step. Would you help us, Lord, to stop throwing out fleeces here, there, and everywhere, looking for signs here, there, and everywhere to make a decision? Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, because we're so easily fooled by the enemy when we throw out a fleece. Well, God, if you want me to marry this person, have them call me at nine o'clock tonight. Well, God, if you want me to take that job, cause me to see this special commercial on TV. God, help us to stop being led forth by external factors and to start being led forth by internal spirit, Holy Spirit, the one who lives on the inside of us, the kingdom of heaven is within us. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost have made their abode in us. Help us to stop seeking the answers outwardly when all the answers are in us because your spirit lives in us your divine intelligence is in you and you are in us help us lord to begin to search for you inwardly instead of looking for confirmation from other people all the time looking for confirmation from the stock market looking for confirmation from the jobs numbers looking for confirmation by outward the symbols and signs jesus would you help us to look to you and to develop a deep confidence, knowing that how you move, how you speak, knowing uh, how, how, to, how to rightly divide the word of truth, knowing how to cast down vain imaginations in everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, knowing which way to turn, not having to sit and pray for six months over something that could be settled in six minutes if we would just be still and know that you are God. Help us, Lord, to be still. Help us, Lord, to still our minds. Our minds want to run away from us. There's a mind traffic train. Oh, Jesus, making a lot of noise. There's rattling and clamoring in our soul. We can't seem to sit still long enough to hear your voice. So teach us how to sit still. Teach us how to be still and know that you are God. And if you are God and you are, that means you are seated above the circle of the earth, looking down on everything, knowing everything. You know which way to turn. You know which way to stop to go you know when where how what you know everything so help us to tap in to that eternal knowledge that eternal resource that eternal intelligence instead of trying to figure it all out by ourselves lord we repent for trying to figure it all out on our own, for leaving you out of the equation, for reasoning ourselves into confusion. We sit and think about it, and think about it, and think about it, talk about it, and tell everybody about it, and get everybody's opinion, to get everybody's advice. Nobody agrees. Everybody has a different reason, opinion, what we should do. Now we're really messed up. Now we don't know what to do. So teach us, God, to sit in your presence, undisturbed, with our phone put far away from us, turn it off, put it in a drawer. Help us, Lord, to come away with you, to come away into your peaceful presence. In your presence, there's not confusion. You're not the author of confusion. In your presence, there is no fear. You've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. In your presence, in your presence, in your presence is everything we could ever need. You recharge us, you refuel us, you re-energize us, you fill us with your Holy Spirit and you fill us with the knowledge of your word and you fill us with the knowledge of your will for our lives when we sit in your presence quietly. 
Early in the morning, I will seek your face. When we sit in your presence undisturbed, forcing, calming our own minds, telling our minds, be still, telling our imaginations, be still, telling our reasonings, be still, telling our emotions, be still, telling our intellect, be still. Lord, if we were smart enough to figure it out on our own, we'd have already figured it out. And we've made too many messes. We thank you, Lord, that you restore what is lost. You redeem the time for us. You do so much. You work all things together for the good because we love you. We called according to your purpose. You have called us for such a time as this. You have called us to live on this earth for such a time as this. We are not here by accident. And your will for our lives are not, it's not random. It's not random. Nothing is random. So help us, Lord, today to draw close to you because your word tells us when we draw close to you, you'll draw close to us. And we need that closeness. We need to be able to hear you with crystal clarity. We need to to be able to, to, to know that we're doing the right thing. We don't want to walk through life wondering if we made a mistake, wondering if we married the wrong person. Did we make a bad choice? Should we just stick it out? Should we walk away from the job, from the friendship, from the investment? We don't want to have to wonder if we're in your will. God, we don't want to have to wonder if we're in your will. We don't want to have to wonder if we're in your will. We want to know that we're in your will. It's the safest place to be. So, Father, help us today. We've cried out to you, and I have great confidence that you have heard our prayers, because what better prayer could we pray than to know your will? I am confident that you have heard us. We've prayed according to your will, to know your will, and we know that you hear us and you're going to answer us. We're going to believe that you're going to make your will known to us in the challenges of our lives, the opportunities of our lives. We're going to believe that the aha moment is going to come, that we're just going to know what to do, that the divine connections will be there. The confirmations will manifest. We're going to believe that these prayers are producing a harvest of peace and answers and joy in believing. We're going to believe That yes, we might not know right this minute any more than we knew five minutes ago, but we're going to know because you're not going to leave us without leadership. You're not going to leave us without guidance. You're not going to leave us without the wisdom. Your word says when we ask for it, you pour it out liberally. So thank you, Lord, that you're pouring out the wisdom. You're pouring out the knowledge of your will. You're pouring out whatever we need to succeed because our success is your success. You want us to succeed. You want to see us rise above the conflict, the challenges, the turmoils, the setbacks. You're willing to help us. And we're so grateful that you're our helper, a very present help in time of need. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you make your will plain to us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, some of you just need to listen to that again. Those of you who are struggling to know God's will for your life or a situation, a circumstance. He wants you to know his will. He's not trying to hide his will from you. I promise you that. He wants you to know his will. 
He's not trying to hide his will from you. The enemy is trying to bring subterfuge. He's trying to camouflage God's will. It's where you can't really see it. He's trying to distract you from God's heart so that you can't hear his voice. Here's my three word message for you. Don't let him. You know, Jesus said, stop allowing yourselves to be anxious and upset. We allow ourselves to be anxious. We allow ourselves to be angry. We allow ourselves to be upset. We allow ourselves to be bitter. All of these unhealthy emotions, we are allowing it. We allow ourselves to sit there and work ourselves up till we're so mad we can't see straight. We allow ourselves to get in these conditions. We allow ourselves to get overweight. Come on. We allow ourselves to get cavities in our teeth. Come on. We allow ourselves to do a lot of these things. Now, I know some things are genetics. Don't start sending me hate mail. But point is, we need to take responsibility for our emotions. We need to take responsibility for our state in life. We need to take responsibility. We need not to adopt a victim mentality. God has not made you a victim. He's made you a victor. And whatever the enemy has done, God wants to reverse the curse. He wants to clean you up and send you back out to fight another day collect the spoils of war. He works all things together for your good. So shake off that victim mentality and grab a hold of the victor mentality. And you'll see that your life will begin to, sh- to, 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 to change quickly because now God has something to work with. Amen. Share this guys really quickly. We're transitioning into our next segment. Share it quickly. Share it on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. Share it via messenger. <coughs> share it anywhere and everywhere. Amen. Quickly. I need 815 of you to share this because somebody's breakthrough depends on this next segment. Some time ago on the prayer broadcast, right at the end, I said, we need to start, stop talking ourselves out of things and start talking ourselves into things. In other words, we talk ourselves out of the promises of God too many times. We all do it. Come on. We talk ourselves out of the promotion. Oh, I'm not qualified. I've not been to college. We talk ourselves out of the healing. Oh, those symptoms are still there. I thought I was healed. We talk ourselves out of the deliverance. Oh, I went to the deliverance minister and I thought I was free, but I still have these same thoughts. We talk ourselves out of the blessing. We talk ourselves out of the breakthrough. We have a negative bent on our tongue. a negative slant in our mind somewhere. Science shows that most of the thoughts of man are negative. And if most of your thoughts are negative, most of your words are going to be negative, but you are not a normal man or woman. You are supernatural. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body and we're going to take authority over our tongues. You know, Proverbs 18, 21 says, <clears throat> the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Another version says, those who love it will eat its fruit. You are eating what you talked about in your last season. If you've got, you know, poverty in your life right now, it's because you were talking, most likely you were talking poverty in your last season. Well, I can't afford it. Well, I'll never get a financial. Listen, you got to stop saying all those things. You're cursing your seed. If you don't like where you are right now, consider the words of your mouth that you released in your last season. Jesus said this in Matthew 12, 37. 
For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Have you condemned your next season already? Have you already decided by the words of your mouth, the fate, the consequences of your life in this next season? You've got to start talking yourself into God's blessings instead of talking yourselves out of it. Some of you are talking yourself into the will of the devil. You're talking yourself into bondage. You're talking yourself into sickness and disease. You're talking yourself into addiction. What are you talking yourself into? Talk yourself into the blessing. Proverbs 13 verse 2 says, From the fruit of his lips, a man enjoys good things. Now, talk yourself into it. Proverbs 13, 3, he who guards his mouth protects his life, but the one who opens his lips invites his own ruin. Proverbs 21, 23, he who guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from distress. I could go on and on and on. I want to exhort you today to stop talking yourself into the will of the enemy. Stop talking yourself into marriage trouble. Stop talking yourself into job loss and financial ruin and begin to talk yourself in to the blessings of God. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we repent. We ask you, we confess our sin. We confess the sin of our mouth. We ask you, Lord, to help us. We repent for the sin of our mouth. We repent for talking ourselves into the enemy's will, for talking ourselves into bondage, into addiction, into marital trouble, into financial ruin. We repent, Lord, for talking ourselves into these things that we don't want them, but we've got them. We don't want them, but we kept talking about it. Now we've got it. So, Father, we repent. We see the error of our ways, and we ask you to cleanse us from this unrighteousness on our mouth. Send an angel with a tongue, with a burning coal to touch our mouth and cleanse us. If you have to God, let our tongue cleave to the roof of our mouth. If our words don't edify our lives or praise your name in Jesus name, we thank you Lord today. We thank you Lord today. We take responsibility for where we are. We're going to stop blaming the devil for all our woes. We are not victims. We are victors and we will sing the praises of God and we will speak the word of God. We will speak the promises of God. We will talk ourselves into healing. We're going to talk ourselves into deliverance. We're going to talk ourselves into the promotions. We're going to quote your word. We're going to confess your word day and night. We're going to meditate on it day and night and be careful to do all that it says. Then we'll make our way prosperous. Then we'll find good success according to Joshua 1 verse 8. We're going to talk to you throughout the day so that we can hear from your heart what you want us to say. We're going to talk ourselves into the good marriage and into the prodigal coming home. We're going to talk ourselves into the freedom from addiction and into the financial prosperity. We're going to talk ourselves into your perfect will for our lives because that's what you want. Your word says, how can two walk together unless they are agreed? So we agree with your word. We agree with your promises. The blessings of the Lord make us rich and he adds no sorrow to it. We talk ourselves into the blessing of the Lord that makes us rich. <laughs> we talk ourselves into the power to create wealth, to establish your covenant in the earth. We thank you that you've given us this power and we're talking ourselves into this power. 
<laughs> we talk ourselves into our position in Christ. We are the head and not the tail above only and not beneath. We lend to many nations and never have to borrow. We talk ourselves into supernatural debt cancellation, into supernatural wealth transfer. We talk ourselves into these things. We're going to stop talking ourselves out of them and start talking ourselves into them because we want to be a witness in the earth for your son and being broke, busted, disgusted, uh, demonized and, and sick and diseased in our body is not the witness we want to have to a lost and dying world who needs to know that Jesus is alive. When Jesus came and spoke to the disciples in Acts chapter one, the Bible says that he did many things to prove he was alive. After he resurrected, he proved that he was alive. We need to prove to a world of lost and dying people that Jesus is alive. So we need a good witness. We need to be living epistles. We need to walk in breakthrough, even in the midst of a trial to have a breakthrough mindset, even in the midst of the sickness, while we're walking in and talking ourselves into our healing, we can still walk and talk victory. So we're going to talk ourselves into victory. We're going to talk ourselves into breakthrough. We're going to talk ourselves into your will. We're going to talk ourselves into your promises. We're going to talk ourselves into the redemption, into the restoration, into the, into the recompense, into the payback. We're talking ourselves into these things because that is your will. That is your will. And that's what's going to make the unbelieving believers jealous. That's what's going to make the lost souls want to know the God we serve. When we're talking victory, when we're talking breakthrough, when we're talking overcoming, when we're talking uh, absolute success. So thank you, Lord, today. We talk ourselves into it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, start listening to yourself talk. Are you hearing yourself? Ask God for the gift of self-awareness. It's not a spiritual gift. It's just when I call it a gift, I mean, it is a gift to be self-aware. I am so grateful. I was telling Prophet Vanessa yesterday, I'm so grateful for whatever reason. It just must be a grace on my life that I am self-aware enough I'm not pretending to be completely self-aware. Nobody is. Everybody has blind spots. I am self-aware enough to realize when I've crossed a line, to realize when I've been unseemly, to realize when I'm on the verge of a breakthrough, to realize when I've just about talked myself into something and I need to keep talking just a little while longer before I, I am self-reflective. I am self-aware. And I would encourage you to try to be that way as well. Be sensitive. Another way of saying that is be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. When you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, You'll be self-aware because he will convict your heart. And we need the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Conviction is not a bad thing. Conviction is a good thing. God can convict you that you're doing right and he can convict you that you're doing wrong. Amen. God is so good. We need to examine our hearts. We need to judge ourselves. This is scripture. This is what the Bible says. Examine our hearts. Judge yourselves. Amen. And then we can discern more quickly when we've talked ourselves out of something, when we've done something to grieve the Holy Spirit and we can get back on course. We don't have to have all these open doors for the enemy to come in and steal, kill and destroy. We can shut these doors when we're self-aware, when we're sensitive to his heart, when we know ourselves. If you know yourself, but don't know your enemy, you'll lose some battles. But if you know the enemy and you don't know yourself, 
you'll also lose some battles because you won't discern his entrance. Guys, share this just quickly. We love you. We're so grateful for you. We are sponsoring 100 prayer hubs in Asia, and I'm willing to sponsor a few in some of these emerging economies in Latin America as well. We have several prayer hubs in Latin America. We need more. I believe believe that's going to be one of my next harvest fields. I don't speak Spanish. I can get by. I believe it's going to be one of my next harvest fields. And some of you just need to go ahead and join Awakening Prayer Hubs. You don't have to join Awakening Prayer Hubs to be part of the Awakening Nations campaign. Some of you might just want to go ahead and join Awakening Prayer Hubs. We're in over 40 nations. We're prayer movement. We're pressing in for revival and awakening in the nations of the earth. The great harvest. And some of you intercessors, you're out there kind of flying solo. Be part of a real prayer family. We've got your back. Our prayer hub leaders are not just praying for their nations. They're seeing personal breakthroughs. Come on, how many of you prayer hub leaders on here have a personal breakthrough story since you've joined prayer hubs? If that's you, say yes, I've had breakthrough. Awakening prayers are come. Join the movement. Guys, if you want to sow into this ministry, I'm going to tell you three ways you can sow. I'm going to spend... 45 seconds on this. You can sow and help this ministry by sharing this broadcast. That helps it reach new people. You can sow by praying for me. Join my prayer uh, uh, group, prayforjennifer.com, and get it on that. Pray for me. You can also sow financial seeds. You can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there. You can use the the you can text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You know, if this ministry is helping you, consider sowing a seed every once in a while. I believe when you sow into this ministry, you're tapping into the anointings that's upon my life. Prophetic prayer, spiritual warfare, deliverance, and writing and apostolic. There's a sixfold at least anointing on my life. And a lot of that came through impartation from other Leaders who I run with. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Amen. And I wonder if you would agree in prayer with me for something that we need here at Awakening House of Prayer. So agree with me to this morning, would you please? Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you for Awakening House of Prayer, the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I thank you, Lord, for our headquarters here in Fort Lauderdale. You see that we're busting at the seams, Lord, and it's a season of expansion. And we're asking your Lord to order our steps to our next facility and provide every resource we need, the finances, the people, the favor, the divine connections. God, we're believing big for uh, another facility that will better suit our needs as a global prayer movement and house church plant planting movement and a church planting movement. Lord, so we're asking you, Lord, to do the miraculous, to show up strong, to lead us and guide us into the, the into the facility that you have for us. In Jesus' name, bring all the volunteers, the staff, bring the worship leaders, God, bring the intercessors, God, bring the volunteers, God. We need your help to do what you've called us to do. We need your grace. So give us great grace in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for coming into agreement with me about that. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.